Welcome to the Needham Say More podcast, social distancing edition, also known as episode eight. I'm Aaron Pressman. And I am Doug Fox, and we are recording this separate because we are doing the right thing, and hopefully all of you are out there as well. Yeah, so thanks to Zoom conferencing for uh, enabling this podcast. Zoom, zoom, zoom. All right. So uh, this, this podcast, we're going to be talking about small businesses, specifically around the strain on them um, and how some of them are innovating around it and still delivering services to us during the COVID-19 uh, situation. Um, I want to kind of start, uh, I already did our social distancing plug, but I want to start by reminding all of you to please seek out and try to make sure you're helping your seniors and chronically ill neighbors, make sure they have someone to help them. Um, they ideally should be really sheltering even more than everyone else. Um, and if they need help getting stuff, if you're already running to the store or whatever, why not? And it's a huge help. Um, it'll help all of us. Um, and then I want to give a big shout out to the businesses that are doing extremely well these days, which is healthcare, supermarkets and pharmacies, um, those workers, the Herculean efforts they're doing, how they're reorienting their businesses to try to make it so you can social distance shop. Um, I went to Trader Joe's yesterday. Yes, there was a crazy long line out the door, but once you got in, they let so few people in that it almost felt like you had the store to yourself and it made it a very like peaceful and, and safe environment uh, inside there and they were sanitizing everything. Um, and on the grocery front, obviously Roach Brothers, Sudbury Farms delivering great services to all of us, but ones you may not be thinking of is Valenti Farms. Um, also, you know, if you're looking to get amazing produce and other things, uh, New Leaf, um, for organic goods. Um, and I know a lot of the grocery stores have been running low on meat. So I wanted to give a plug to Walden's Meat Share is a bunch of collective of local farms that will deliver meat to your house that you can then put in the freezer, which is, it's a ridiculous quality. It's right from farms. So, um, and then before I want to get a small, I wanted to talk about just, it's been amazing. Some of the stories, I know there's a bunch of residents making face masks right now for healthcare workers. Um, you know, people over the Newton Needham Chamber of Commerce has created this uh, dynamic list of restaurants. Uh, you should check out in addition to what we're going to talk about here at nnchamber.com. Um, and I wanted to let people know that there was a post on the Needham Facebook page that the Greater Boston Food Bank obviously has a huge amount of strain and is looking for volunteers right now to actually come in because they lost all their corporate volunteers. Uh, supposedly you can do it in a social distanced way and still pack up food for people in need if people are looking to do something, look into the Greater Boston Food Bank. Um, so, you know, obviously small businesses, a lot of them, I think it was a Tuesday this week that, uh, additional round of them were forced to close, um, as part of the, as part of the, uh, governor's new rules. Um, I think, uh, restaurants have probably, I think it's the one everyone focus on is have hit the hardest that, uh, especially restaurants that were sit down or dependent on a bar, um, you know, where a lot of alcohol is a lot, a lot of their revenue comes from, you know, a lot of them have shut down or they're trying to stay, uh, um, alive. Um, but it's very, very challenging. I was um, walking, I was walking around in Needham center the other morning and a number of the restaurants in Needham, uh, that we like have signs up saying, you know, we are sorry, we are temporarily closed. Gari, the Japanese sushi restaurant that we really like, and it would be great to order sushi for takeout, but they're closed. They said they stay on their sign like they've never been closed. They stay open during blizzards and everything. But this was just uh, a health and safety issue. Yeah. Uh, also, the new Latina Kitchen, which is where RFK Kitchen used to be, um, 
which, you know, looks amazing. I think, Doug, you've been there, right? Oh, my God. It is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a big space. I think if you have a big space that's dependent on bar and stuff, Jade, the James closed, one of, one of my favorites as well. But I think it's a, that's a hard scenario. Your cost structure is based on, you know, I know the James was open for takeout on St. Patrick's Day, but can you imagine how much lower their revenue was on St. Patrick's Day where just food and no alcohol? So that's, that's a challenging. And um, I think we all... Uh, anxiously await being done with this um, for many reasons, but also be nice when some of those places open up again. I think there'd be a big celebration. So, and then you know, um, also uh, one of my favorite coffee places, French Press, and I know you go there too. Love French uh, Press. Yeah, closed unfortunately, and I actually ran into Jay, the owner, uh, six six feet apart. We had a little discussion about what was going on. He's in uh, talks with the health department. He would love to reopen. He would love to offer curbside service. Get your cappuccino and and not come in the store um, but that takes a lot of planning a lot of uh, careful distancing arrangements um, when I was in New York State picking up my son from college uh, even two weeks ago we stopped to get coffee and everything was in a separate little baggie so like the lids for coffee were in separate bags and the stirrers were in separate bags and everything wow. which was you know because uh, New York is ahead of us on the curve here and um so Jay is trying to figure out what they need to do to open uh, French Press. But right now they are closed. Maybe next week, but, but right now they're closed. And technically he, I think, I mean, uh, once again, the, the rules everyone is interpreting in different ways. But, you know, I know he spoke earlier. Cevente Bakery is open. I look at them and French Press as sort of very similar business models, right? Coffee and fresh baked goods and whatnot. Cervantes open and, and, and French Press is closed, um, you know, for their, for their own different reasons. But I don't uh, um, it's interesting. I, I, I don't know if what's holding a group back from doing curbside of food and beverage. And maybe for me, sidewalk rules, right? They're worried about sidewalks getting too crowded, I guess. But that would be nice if the town could give some temporary flexibility on that. Um, the other if, place that's sort of bakery, If the Board right? of Health thinks that can be done in a, in a safe way, right? Of spacing yeah. people out on the The other side. place that's sort of bakery-like that we go to a lot that is open is Bagel's Best in the center. Yep. Uh, so you can get your uh bagel addiction filled yeah the cafe fresh bagels is open also in the heights um and i think i don't know if it's still but i know hazel's was open too as well uh for people picking stuff up. oh that's a, so. that's a great that's a great one i hadn't been out there yeah and of course uh some of the chains are open all the dunkin donuts are open i noticed yeah hazel's had uh well, starbucks closed which i think that uh has caused a lot of stress for people i know a lot of people do starbucks but i'm with you i'm i, I french press is my is my is, is my gig. Um, uh, what was I just going to say? Oh, I don't know. Anyways. Uh, well then, so then, uh, you know, we've been trying also to support uh, local restaurants by ordering takeout. Um, maybe also because we're getting strange <laughs> cooking three meals a day for three teenagers. But um, so some of our favorite takeout places are still open. Masala Art, the Indian restaurant in the center is even offering a 10% discount on large orders, $100 and up. Uh, which if you have three teenagers, it's very easy to <laughs> that level. Uh, the farmhouse is doing takeout also. Um, Hearth Rice. Pizzeria has free delivery with no minimum. Um, um, Rice Barn also doing yep. takeout. Uh, Rice Barn's doing takeout. Uh, Mandarin takeout. New Garden takeout um, on the, uh, for the Asian restaurants. Um, both of the uh, New Mexican restaurants, Hungry Coyote and Pancho's, have curbside takeout. I think they also have delivery as a bunch of restaurants in town through things like Uber Eats and um, other services. So that is an option as well if you want to do that. 
um, Chef Mike's, which I, I think I've probably given him more, more subtle plugs on the podcast <laughs> than anyone else. Um, he's been trying to stay open. He's actually announced that he's closing after tomorrow. So you still have time if you want to get in. He was packaging up these family meals that you could put in the freezer all cooked that you could just heat up. Uh, but he's closing for a week, um, and then he'll see after that. Um, but that's, uh, Yeah, that's a great point. Some, some of the restaurants and people are doing sort of special things to try and help you get through this time. So uh, Treat Cupcakes, is, the store is closed, but you can order online and get it delivered. And they're doing these special packages. I think if you have younger kids and you're trapped at home, sort of these decorate your own cupcake packages, make your own stuff. They have a different one for every day of the week. Um, if you go to their Facebook page, their website didn't have too much information, but their Facebook page for Treat Cupcakes had information about these uh, cool kits. I think they're $39 each, and they're delivering them for free around Needham. Uh, and so if you have younger kids and you want to uh, get really sugar high, uh, maybe, you could, <laughs> maybe you could order one of these decorate your own unicorn cupcakes it is, and stuff. It is an activity, too, you know, which is, you know, I think a lot of the people with the younger kids need that as much as they need food. So that would be killing three birds with one stone with that uh, scenario. Um, it's actually, I just remembered what I was going to say when we were talking about uh, Hazel's. Hazel's, when they announced it, they had a bunch of cookies and cupcakes that were, uh, that were uh, the COVID-19. They were like ones that had like Lysol wipes on them, ones that had <laughs> uh, masks on them. It was, it was really funny. So I don't know. Anyways, I hope, I hope they're still doing that, but that would be a reason if you're looking for a, uh, do something that would give people a laugh. Um, I mentioned, I think I mentioned, so from the pizza places, Hearth Pizzeria has free pizza, with free, free delivery with no minimum. Um, I know uh, Needham House of Pizzas still open. Um, Camella's, Sweet Tomatoes, um, Bertucci's, if that is really Cost, Costa's. Costa's also. Yeah, I think, I mean, pizza's, I don't know. I, I haven't watched enough zombie apocalypse movies, but it seems like pizza is the perfect food for the zombie apocalypse because, you know, it's in its box. It's already ready to be delivered. It's already like probably the most delivered food there is. I saw the Domino's guys uh, driving in and out um, over on my side of town frequently right, uh, yesterday. Too. Yeah, I, uh, I think when I, when I was in college and just after college, I think I, that was, I definitely tested pizza when it, as far as its ability in the zombie apocalypse where I would order pizza and sometimes it would not even be refrigerated and just sit on a counter or on the floor and <laughs> still be eaten at various times. So it has amazing resiliency. So um, not that I'm recommending any of you do that. Uh, try to think other restaurants. So uh, Capella also has ready to freeze meals and, uh, and I think even some that you can cook yourself um, that are available. Um, I don't know if we mentioned Gyro Kebab House yet, uh, which is open. Right. That's another one. That's a really good one. You know, they, that's a very small space. They only are a couple of tables in there. And uh, so they've been doing a huge amount of takeout already. You know, they're primed to do it that way and it's, it travels well. And uh, so that's a good, another good one. Um, and this is one that's out of town, but I just want to plug cause I thought it was pretty neat what they're doing, but uh, Virgilio's the Echo Bridge Cafe, which for those of you who don't know, it's right over the border in Newton in Echo Bridge. Uh, they have a, uh, uh, pizza kit, make your own pizza kit. So they give you a thing of dough and they give you all the ingredients. So you can, you can basically build a pizza with the kids and cook it, which I thought is once again, another nice activity to do. Um, ice cream Abbott's is still open as well. Uh, and that is also kind of small place with a window that you can, you can order from. Um, trying to think. Uh, and I, you know, I, I definitely, um, I think it's also important that the more we can keep these restaurants open, 
for the people who are working, you know, when we talk about those first responders, we talk about the, um, the healthcare workers, you know, they're not home like we are right now where, you know, they, I think it's very helpful to have some of these takeout delivery options. So I hope they can continue to stay open as long as possible to help out those people as well. I mean, um, we, are, we are seeing a lot more care taken. Um, when I went to the supermarket uh, recently, they were spraying and wiping down the whole checkout station between each customer. And I think also, um, you know, as you will go around to the restaurants and stuff, people are staying a good distance away. Things are being packaged. People are wearing gloves. Uh, you know, so hopefully this essential part of our economy that's still open, uh, you know, is taking all the careful means necessary to uh, not spread the virus. Yeah, and, and one thing I just want to also want to urge people is um, if you have an appointment for something, if you're thinking of not going or whatnot, please let them know. Because I know a lot of places are dealing with people just not showing up and canceling. And if they're struggling right now with revenue, you know, and trying to figure out how many people to staff and stuff, like those type of projections are really important. So, you know, I uh, it came up yesterday. I had my dog groomed. I know they're dealing with that at the doghouse and just just think ahead, look at some of the appointments you have and, and let them know, or maybe try to get them sooner because some of these places may not be open that much longer too. So I think that's, that works both ways. Um, I know I have a, I have a 17 year old with a birthday today that's long overdue for a haircut and his haircut place bumped him twice and now he's, he's facing a mom cut. So uh, <laughs> I don't want the mom cut. Actually, I, I also thought it was a possibility I could bring him to the doghouse to get a haircut, but that uh, he'd be very angry if I did that to him. I had a doctor's appointment actually that they're going to do on Zoom, um, and you know I think if you had a more serious situation, if it wasn't just a regular check-in type of appointment, you know you might need to go in. But uh, a lot of a lot of medicine is now being done um, online, and actually the federal government even sort of relaxed the restrictions on telehealth to yeah. enable even more of that. I think also a lot of in the um, psychiatry and therapy. Yes. Area, yeah. Uh, going on telehealth okay. yep uh physical therapy telehealth also i i was getting physical therapy for a back thing and i'm not doing telehealth with them but if i was earlier in my process they would have converted me to telehealth and you know basically kind of like you see some of the trainers and yoga people doing you know doing virtual lessons uh well, that that's another good one to mention uh i know that uh, blue lotus where my wife does yoga is doing classes where uh, you can you zoom in and everyone you do zoom and everyone in the class can see each other, which is kind of nice. And yeah. everyone's doing it on their mat at home. Um, and I think if you have, you know, personal trainers and the Y and these other places are also trying to see what they can do online. Obviously, you can't go in. Gyms are, you know, yeah. really uh, not workable in this environment. So they're unfortunately having to switch to virtual. Uh, I don't know if it's pronounced HIP or HYP, but they've been doing free classes on Facebook Live on the Needham Facebook page like once a day, which is kind of neat um, for someone who wants that. Um, I, I saw an announcement today that the Needham Children's Center, which is a daycare, obviously very, very closed, but they were gonna have a parade around Needham today, a, a caravan of cars going by their kids' houses, honking horns and playing music, which I thought was pretty cool. That's really sweet. Um, Hearthstone Home, which is a home store, which is, uh, I think they, you can make appointments to schedule something, to do something with them one-on-one, -on -one, but they offered a whole bucket of free flowers out in front of their business that anyone can take to brighten up their home and business, which I think is a really nice touch these days. Uh, and there was a story that got picked up by the Globe 
that the Needham florist, when it was announced that they were going to have to close, some anonymous customer bought up all their inventory. Um, nice to have that kind of money, but uh, what a wonderful, what a wonderful thing to do for obviously a, a long-standing member of our community. I think we uh, all have our fingers crossed because we don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know exactly how the federal and state aid for small businesses is really going to work. And, uh, you know, I don't know if everyone is going to be able to make it. And that's going to be really a terrible toll, yeah. another terrible toll. Yeah, think about what that impact is going to be. I mean, it's going to impact us, you know, if it's places that we like. But think about the impact on municipal finances that this is going to have. You know, as we were, right, a couple of weeks ago, we were debating $7 million for a quiet zone train. I mean, we might find ourselves next year or the year after debating whether we can afford, you know, the number of teachers and policemen and stuff that we have. So, you know, how quickly things can change. So, you know, as much as we can try to keep our economy alive. And I'm just, I, I, I'm saying probably do as I say, not as I do, because I'm a, I own my own business and my business is dead right now. So my family is very much in bunker mode right now and not able to, you know, we're getting groceries. Other than that, you know, we're, we're really staying tight. Um, and my wife and I are both cancer survivors. So we're, we're also, we've played it extremely safe, um, with distancing much to the chagrin of, of my kids, um, that aren't allowed to see their friends or girlfriends. So <laughs> they, another reason to hate me. Um, I just had a list of sort of some other tough time. Yeah. Some other stuff in town. So, uh, plugged in is, uh, that's the, the, the youth rock band program is doing uh, virtual band classes. So they're doing them online, um, not without their hiccups, but it's great. You know, my kids are both in, my kids are in volunteer bands where they help out with special needs or younger kids and they're, it gives them something to do with that. They also uh, have lessons, people that want to do music lessons for an instrument. That's kind of a neat thing that they could pick up. Um, and my son's piano lessons with Needham Community Music are being done virtually as well. Um, where else do I have? A Proud Mary's gift shop. Um, I know a lot of places were out of soap. Proud Mary's has some pretty awesome soap, I've been told, um, that they will actually deliver to you. Uh, Learning Express will deliver. Um, realtors are very much still in business right now, uh, working virtually. They have to get creative around some of their appointments. They're not allowed to do uh, meetings in their offices anymore. Um, but uh, for people that are selling or buying a home, uh, still very much in business. Um, Right. If you have a home with curbside appeal, someone could drive by and see it and <laughs> like it. Probably not come inside, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I, once again, I don't know how that works, but I would assume that they'll still need to show houses to people, I guess, six feet away from them, leading them through a house. I don't, I don't know, but that uh, uh, there are still house signs out there for sale and still ones that I have seen have been sold recently too. Um, trying to say, I'm getting to the end uh, of some of this. So you do electronics is open. It's considered essential because they actually supply a lot of parts to the broadcasting industry, which is very interesting. I, I never knew that. Uh, Polywog Kids has a set up online shopping. Uh, the Glass Bar has take-home kits, do-it-yourself stuff. Um, and a common question that has come up a lot is that the dump is, uh, or I guess we're supposed to call it the RTS, is very much open uh, for you to bring your uh, trash to. Although there's been some changes, the swap shop is closed. Uh, the Goodwill thing is closed. They're not taking some of the bulkier things like TVs and propane tanks and stuff. But as far as trash and general recycling, you can absolutely bring it there. Um, and uh, I think I have seen more people out walking and running than I've ever seen in all my time in Needham. Even some of the warm, not, not the greatest days 
I think all of us are getting out. Uh, I think one, one bad loss, um, uh, I guess two weekends ago, we went for a walk out in Dover at one of the trustees of the reservations property. Um, and the trustees of the reservations and the Audubon Society have decided that uh, it, it just wasn't safe enough. People, there was getting so crowded at their yeah. trails that they've closed all of their, both Audubon Society and trustees of the reservation have closed their properties right now. And that is, yeah. that is really sad. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, in Needham, the, the woods are still open. The High Rock Woods is a great place to go for a walk. Social distance, Ridge Hill, um, Cutler Park. You know, there are definitely places where you can keep your distance if you want to get out and do that type of thing. Um, um, I think I'm, I'm getting to the end of, of my list here. So, um, well, so we're and we're talking on uh, Friday morning, March 27th. And later today, uh, I think the board of the select board is meeting uh, to probably announce or to vote on um, delaying the town election and even uh, what's going to happen with town meeting. Sort of impossible for town meeting to meet under these current circumstances. Uh, and with the governor recently saying that this is going to extend at least into May, um, you know, we're starting to have a problem there. So it'd be interesting to see what the alternative is to adopt a town budget uh which you know needs to start july 1st um election yeah the, well the election i think is going to be delayed it sounds like um i don't think we're ready in this part of the world to have online elections or elections by mail or anything like that quite yet yeah um i also just wanted to give for our next uh, what the next podcast we're going to be doing i know a lot of people are streaming and looking for things to watch at home if you haven't heard, there is a Netflix series called Dirty Money, which did an episode on guardianship and had a story, a, a very disturbing story in Needham. So if you're looking for something to watch, it's called, I think it was a season two episode called Guardians. We'll be talking about that next week. Um, you know, there are, it implies some really uh, not nice business uh, that, that, uh, that very negatively impacted a senior in town. Um, and you know, I'm sure there's multiple sides to that story, and we'll talk about that next week. Um, That's right. But, we've done the we've done the true crime genre podcast once, and, and maybe we'll be revisiting, or or we'll also be in that like uh, movie review podcast genre. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we, we can't we can't comment. We don't know what actually happened, but once again, it, it, it uh, there's been a little talk about it. I think it's been overshadowed as uh, as it should be by everything else going on. But uh, please watch it as a Needham resident. Um, it, it, you know. It, needs to be investigated. I actually, I, I sent a note to um, our state senator, one of our state senators, Becca Rausch, saying I hope she takes a look at it. All right, well, that's, that'll be for next week. Yep. Uh, hopefully we'll get back on schedule. This is episode eight. We kind of took our time to figure out the technology and everything there, but <laughs> yeah. got it working. But everybody, you know, stay safe out there. Um, continue social distancing. I know it's hard. Um, and please look out for your elderly neighbors and, uh, and, and people who uh, have um, some chronic illnesses or immunocompromised because, um, you know, they, they definitely need our help now. Absolutely. And so uh, for the Needham Say More podcast, I'm Aaron Pressman. And I am Doug Fox. Uh, everybody stay safe out there.